you for joining us for the Help for Wounded Spirits broadcast. We exist to help those wounded and suffering through life's trials. Here is our host and best-selling author, Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you. We certainly hope this finds you well and in the arms of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And uh, we've been honored these last few days have with me my dear friend Vince. And Vince has been talking through his life, uh, life as a Marine, life in Afghanistan, life after Afghanistan, uh, life with, uh, you know, going to college, life learning things. He's found himself in a situation. If you haven't been with us, we heard his testimony getting saved young, going in the Marine Corps, coming back, just struggling just trying to figure out what his identity was, what value we had, what he could do in life. And uh, along the way, he joined uh, um, a vocational rehabilitation with the VA where they helped him with some college. He signed up in Bible college. And even in the midst of going to Bible college, he's hearing in the background all these statements that are being made, all these different things that are in the background. Um and uh, he's saying, that's me, that's me, that's me. So he knew the sin, he knew the things that were there, but he finally signed up for a course called Regeneration, or what we've been referring to as Regen. And uh, through that, uh, they had him not only look at, hey, this is your sin, but why is it there? Why are these things there? So he talked about the gospel is not only to save us, the gospel is to uh, give us joy and happiness, and the gospel is to allow us to live and how we should live. And we wrapped up yesterday talking about this idea. Uh, you were reading, I think, out of Philippians 4, and you were talking about moderation, balance, uh, being able to, even though you're going through junk, even though you're going through craziness, you still have the gospel. You still have those things going on. And so, Vince, I don't want to take anything else from you, but you were you covering that. So if you want to take off from there, that'd be great. Yeah, um, so during this time, a lot I, I could probably think that um, uh, with PTSD, I thought I had um, a, a disorder. You know, that's, yeah. that's what everyone says. And uh, this past semester, we, we talked about disorders. We talked about what they really are. And um, what they are is uh, it causes you to think that you're abnormal yeah and that's what i thought i was i thought i was abnormal i thought i no one else is going through the same thing i'm going through and i thought i was i was different and so um i mean you said in your book uh these situations are part of who we are we cannot change them however we can change their effects on us yeah. and so i never thought i can change i thought you know like uh, like the world would say, oh, you have a disorder now. So you, you have PTSD, you're going you're gonna to need these meds, you're going to need all this, and this is just how it's going to be during the system. And um, so that's what I did. I, I, I lived in um, this, this situation. And uh, uh, Heath Lambert stated that uh, mental illness is a label that secular thinkers assigned to spiritual problems discussed in the scriptures and so then that's what they want to do they, they they take our spiritual problems and they say oh no you have a mental disorder that that depression is really sadness that anger that uh the you know the um that ptsd all the stress and everything that's those are disorders you can't have uh the, the spiritual part there's no spiritual answer to that 
And so I, I, I caught on to that. I started to, I started thinking, yeah, you know, you're right. That's, I have a disorder. And so we've been learning about these things. And, um, so, uh, Dr. Greg Mazak, he's one of my professors. He, um, he studied psychology in, at, uh, Ohio State and, uh, Clemson University. He said that, um, it, that a disorder implies that there's something psychologically wrong with a person who faces a given challenge. So if you, if you're, fa- if whatever challenge you face, there's something, there's something wrong with you. We face challenges all the time. I mean, so the, the world would have us believe that, uh, I think, you know, just thinking about what you said for a minute, Vince, I want to ruminate on this for a minute. I think it's real easy for people to fall into a block. You got a disorder. This is your identity. You're screwed up. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Is yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it implies that a person is abnormal rather than normal. It fails to acknowledge the reality that we all struggle. Yeah. Everybody struggles. And um, you just look out, look out in the world. Just turn the TV on. You'll see the struggles yeah. all throughout. Uh, our struggles may be due, uh, many di- due to many different reasons, including your own sin being sinned against or fallen condition of our physical bodies in the world which we live in. Uh, Pretty much to wrap it up, it's we all need help. Yeah. And the answer to this help is Jesus. Yeah. It's the gospel. And so we, we gotta, we gotta learn these things. We we got, that's why the scriptures are so sufficient. we, We need, as Christians, we need to claim the sufficiency of the scriptures. Yeah, because if you don't, where are you getting your sufficiency from? Right. I mean, where do you get your help from? If, if God's word's not, and, and folks, I'm saying this, uh, sticking up exactly what Vince is saying, uh, my brother here, that if you look at the scripture as, well, you know, this is, a, this is sufficient word of God that saves us. However, some of this old stuff is antiquated or some of this, and before you know it, you're looking for answers elsewhere. So during that time, Vince, uh, was there a verse? I mean, is there a verse during Regen? Is there a verse during your college where you're getting your marriage together, you're getting your life together, you're you're giving forgiveness, you're showing forgiveness, you're you're um, you're going to the Lord. Most of all, I loved what you said about forgiveness the day before yesterday, where you said, and and you know, I had to get forgiveness for my wife, my family, my friends, whatever, uh, and then I really had to get forgiveness from God. Was there a verse? Was there something that stuck out to you during that time when the healing's beginning? Uh, you're at a place now. You're in regen as far as your life goes uh, with this broadcast. So you're you're learning. You're in a group of people. You took inventory. You figured out why the sin's there. Was there something that stuck out to you from the Bible? You, you mentioned the moderation there. Uh, was there something else that was working on your heart through that time? Oh. Probably many things, right? So many things. Um, I really can't pinpoint a lot of things. Um, I think it was just like just one thing after another. I just kept on building up. So what's happening at home during this time, Vince? I mean, you're you're starting. During, to, yeah, yeah. During this time, um, healing started to happen. Um, it started uh, healing with my wife, especially, um, and we. We, I just started really opening up to her and really uh, just uh, pouring out my heart and soul to her and, and, and begging for forgiveness. 
and we just start our relationship just started to to grow again i think our marriage is better now than it was when we first got married and it was um because i had to i had to change and she had to change and we we, we both made changes we both had to uh we both had to see things in, in each other that uh that needed to be fixed and we fixed them and we and we, we our communication is better everything and then after I started after uh, our our marriage uh, started to to grow, and then I started to fix my my relationship with my daughter, because um, that that was she had to go through. She witnessed all, all this as well, and it's something I never really really thought about. I thought it was just my wife thinking about this, but I I saw this. Oh, she she told me this that. That Abby was, you know, she was part of this. She saw this, and she, you're getting, she's affected too. So I had to go and apologize to her, and I had to make things right with her, and I had to get my relationship uh, better with her. And um, my son, he's, you know, he's a knucklehead, and he doesn't recognize anything. And so I just had to just, I had to start growing my relationship with him. And um, and so at home, our everything's starting to change. Everything's starting to. We're starting to repair everything, and uh, with repairs comes, you know, a little bit of demolition. And we had to knock some things down. We had to change some things at home, and things that didn't really, you know, work out that aren't very happy with, but it's turned out to be okay. And so everything's starting to really work out for the better. And uh, we're it, it, a lot of good things are. We have a lot of hope. In our future. Well, I, I love this statement. I, way the way, I love the way you talked about demolition. And, uh, you know, there were, there's things that we have to blast out of there. There's things we have to get out of our lives uh, that get in the way of things. And I, I love your, your honesty. I was, uh, I, w- I was thinking about Chapter 4 when you were talking about it in the book of Philippians a few minutes ago. And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts in your minds through Christ Jesus. So obviously in, in your life, Vince, and in my life at times, and in everybody who's listening here at times, uh, we don't have the peace of Jesus in our lives. There's other things that creep in. There's other things that need demo. There are other things that, and folks, uh, I love uh, Vince's honesty here as we go through this and we look at things. And I know we're getting ready to let the radio stations do what they have to do, but sometimes you need demo in your life. Sometimes you need to get rid of things in your life. And, and there are things that are a stronghold in many times. Many times you look at things and go, man, I don't want to do that. Hey, we'll be right back. Doug will return shortly. Meanwhile, you're hearing this music while radio stations are identifying themselves and broadcasting advertisements. So we continue on with my friend Vince. He's uh, he's telling us about his home improvements he made, things that are hard to do, uh, things that are absolutely necessary, healing, uh, getting things right with his wife, getting things right with his kids. And um, so Vince, there's a lot of byproducts going on. You mentioned you had put on a lot of weight, and then somewhere along the way, you just go on this diet, right? You just uh, you yeah. decide you got to get healthy. Yeah, I was. Uh, I started losing. Uh, some of that weight, but then it kind of like plateaued. And I was like, you know, I, I really, 
I, if, if I'm going to be in the ministry, I, I think I need to be in shape. You know, yeah. gonna, I, I don't want to be, you know, I, I don't want to, uh, to uh, get knocked out of the ministry because of my shape. Yeah, of my, because of my health and my weight, and so I yeah I went on the keto diet. I cut out sugar, cut out carbs, and it just like just melted within months. I lost about eighty pounds. Yeah, and so it was it was it was quite incredible. And uh, what I learned a lot about that is I had to uh, I had to change my I had to change my taste in not just in food, but it taught me to I, that I had to change my taste in, in, in my life, and in, in, in how I with my entertainment, with uh, my you know who who I'm around, what I'm listening to, what I'm reading, all these things. I had to change my my taste in order to uh, in order to glorify God, and it's either uh, I'm going to do what I want to do, and you know take in all this garbage from the world and then, you know, just become this, you know, fat Christian that, you know, just does nothing. Or I can be in the best shape and I can take on what, is, what God wants me to take, what, what God wants me to ingest in my life. And so I was like, you know, whatsoever you do, whether eat or drink, do all to the glory of God. And so I had, I'm learning to, okay, I, now I got to change some things in my life that, you know, I've, I've been so accustomed to for so long that now I, now I have to change this. And I don't like this. I mean, I hate reading. I do. I, that's yeah. one of the things that I, I've, I, I've always done. And so now I have to, I'm, I'm forcing myself to read. I'm trying to, because the Bible says to give yourself to reading. So, well, God wants me to read. God wants me to study. God wants me to do these things. So, all right, Lord, if I'm going to be with you, if I'm going to be your, your child, if I'm going to be, you know, in, in your ministry, I, and I, I gotta, I gotta start doing what God wants me to do. And that, and so that's, that's putting aside uh, the TV, that's putting aside the, uh, the social media accounts, that's uh, putting aside all these, all the games and all this and focusing on what, uh, what God will have me to do. What, what does God want me to learn? What does God uh, want me to read? What, and just change those things. And then, I'm starting to see that okay. I'm really enjoying the books that I'm reading. I'm, I'm forced to read all these books in school, and as I'm reading, I'm like, "Well, this is really good stuff, and this is really good." And, <laughs> yeah. and so God's starting to see, show me and say, "Hey, see there, dummy. Um, you can, you know, you can enjoy reading." And um, so you asked me about a verse, and I, I really couldn't think of one. I'm looking at my notes. I saw this one, First uh, Corinthians ten thirteen. There is no temptation taken unto you, such as common to man, but God is faithful, that who will not suffer you to be tempted above all that you're able. But this, but will the temptation also make a way to escape, that you may be able to bear it? And I think that really resonates with me because I never thought I can escape. Mm. I thought I was trapped. I thought I was trapped with a, with a disorder. I thought I was trapped with um, just I had no hope. I had nothing. And so. No, there was a time with, you know, a byproduct or a product, not even a byproduct, a direct product of feeling like you had no hope of, of going through things, of being through the terrible things in life. A product of that is considering suicide and stuff. Now, was that anywhere in your life is that something you had thought about along the way i've never thought about committing it yeah um i prayed for it 
mm. I would. I would. I would pray, or I would, or I would think about it. I'd think about, okay, this is how I could do it. This is how. This is how. You know what? Wouldn't it be nice if you I never got to the place of a plan? No. But no. you got to the place of saying, man, life would be better without me. It would be better without me, yeah. And so that's the devil doing that. So as you're, you know, as you're going through this process of your life, which it didn't end when the weeks or the months ended being regenerated and changing sin in your life and going through things, um, it's, you're still the same guy. Your identity hasn't changed. You have the same needs, wants, and desires. The difference is uh, the placement of God, it sounds like, right? Or where God yeah. is at in your life. Yeah, it's, it, it's the gospel. The gospel. I mean, Paul uh, talks about the gospel throughout on the book of Philippians. It's yeah. all about the gospel. Yeah. And, it, and now I'm at a point, like Paul was, in, I think it was in chapter 2, he was saying that he just longs, that he, he wanted to die to be with Christ. But then he said, well, if I can't, I'm going to be here. I'm going to serve you. I'm going to serve the Lord and right. help you. And so it's like, that's where I'm at now. Yeah, I'm, I'm longing for heaven. I mean, I, you, I'm not scared to go to, to die and, and go to heaven. I'm, I'm looking forward to that day. But until that day, until the Lord wants me to be there, I'm going to focus on serving him. And my identity is in Christ, and uh, it's it's through the gospel, and that's what that's what it's all about. Yeah, and I'm thinking about the verses that that Vince is talking about here. It said, "For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain." So if I live, I'm living for Christ. I'm not living for myself. And Vince is saying, "I'm not living for Vince if I live." But it said, "But if I live in the flesh," in verse 22 of chapter one of the book of Philippians, this is the fruit of my labor. Yet. What shall I choose? I want not. And then it says, for I am in a strait uh, betwixt two, between these two, stuck between these two things, having to desire to die or be with God or to depart, to be with Christ, which is far better. And then it goes on, nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. And having this confidence, I know that I shall abide and continue with you for all furtherance of the joy and faith. So Paul's saying a lot there, and, and Vince just hit on that. If I'm living, I'm living for the gospel. If I'm living, I'm living for Christ. It's uh, And, you know, there's something there that I read, and I think you hit the, I think this is hitting the nail on the head. I think this is a picture of your life, Vince, uh, where he goes on and he's talking about there, nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. So what, what the Bible's saying here, and I think the way Vince is living his life now, is if I'm going to live, my family's life's going to be better, my friends' lives are going to be better, and I'm going to have a ministry because I'm serving God. I mean, is that where you, do you feel like you're in that place now? Yeah, I, I feel like there's, I have a purpose in my life, and it's not just, you know, to be married and raise kids, and which is a great purpose to have. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and it's, it's a very, it's a very important. I mean, it's God ordained yeah. purpose, and so, but now I have this purpose of I can I can add to that. Yeah, I can give I can I can add to my marriage the gospel. I can add to my to teach my kids the gospel, and then I can teach them how to share the gospel. And then now I get to have you know this incredible blessing of being in the ministry. And get to help people to show them, hey, the gospel is what you need. Yeah. The gospel is what the gospel is the is the best medicine. The gospel is the it, it will help you. Um, and you just gotta focus. Yeah, let's you know let's start digging a little bit. It's gonna hurt at first, 
But I, I like what um, Brother Kevin said in one of your podcasts the other day. Uh, he quoted Psalm 119.71. It says, It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. And I, I heard that, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's where Vince came in. He and said, yeah, man, I've been I, there. It's like, my goodness, yeah. I mean, I, I, the, the pain that I've gone through, even though it was caused by my stupid actions and my you know, knucklehead um, decisions, God took that, and he brought me to his scriptures. He brought me to his word, and he said, hey, look, this is going to you're going to learn what I want you to do. Folks, we're just getting, we're just going to dig in this and ruminate on it for a while. We'll be back with you tomorrow. We sure do love you. I know it's 4 days past Christmas. Continue to pray for Kevin, his family. May God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our broadcast. At Help for Wounded Spirits, we believe the Bible and place great importance on you having a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior. The Bible delivers a clear and simple message of salvation, outlining how you can begin your personal relationship now. First, recognize that you are a sinner, as all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, understand that there is a cost to our sin, as the wages of sin is death. Third, realize that Jesus alone paid that price. To receive salvation, Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart that He alone can save you, and He will. If we can help you with your salvation or to direct you to a local church, please do not hesitate to contact us. For additional helpful resources, including our new TV series, more information, or to donate and support this crucial ministry, please visit us at WoundedSpirits.com. May God bless you.